Drink till we're married. Cheers. Real conversation. No, because when I get to that point where I'm done, I'm done. Goodbye. And you got blasted on Facebook for being broke. I would have blasted you too. <laughs> <laughs> you missed it. Here, here go the passcode to my savings account. The one that ain't got but like $200 yet. <laughs> hey guys, it's Hey Cutie, and I'm back with another episode of Drink to a Mary podcast. And this week, CK Dub is not here, but I do have a very special guest here. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. All right. It is Christian, a.k.a. the mayor, a.k.a. Bishop, a.k.a. Iowa style, depending <laughs> on what name you're going Wait, by. what was the last one? That's IG. Iowa oh, <laughs> you're so right. <laughs> Miss you, CK Dub. <laughs> yes. I know you'll be back. We'll get the schedules together. So this week, we brought back an oldie but goodie drink because the mayor likes brown. So I just dug into the crates and brought back one, which is pure peach. (laughs) I wish I had a drum roll. But it's pure peach made with Hennessy pure white and simply peach juice. Cheers. Cheers. So I don't drink brown, but... I like this. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. I'm glad I'm off tomorrow. <laughs> I wish I was off tomorrow. <laughs> but hey, I mean, you know, first episode of the year, have one of my homies here. I'm here. We're about to get into a topic that I hope you can all appreciate, which is the Goldilocks syndrome. Goldilocks syndrome. So there's actually a real, it's called the Goldilocks principle, but it's not what we're going to talk about, but real quick. So it's the Goldilocks principle is named by analogy to the children's story. Um, three bears? Three bears. Goldilocks and three bears, yeah. So it says, uh, the concept is just the right amount, is easily understood and easily applied to a wide range of disciplines, including developmental psychology. So it's like a whole mental, whatchamacallit, hmm. which may kind of hey, be relevant. Yeah, you said it like that. Yeah. Let me see if I can pull up this. Yeah, because there's actually a Forbes article. Are you suffering from Goldilocks syndrome? Now I'm interested to find out more. I know. See, I'm going to have to send this over to you. So the definition, an extreme sense of entitlement. Mm. Oh. Expectation of mana falling from heaven without acknowledgement or gratitude. Named for the ungrateful character in Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Oh. Oh, wait. There's an urban dictionary definition. <laughs> Let's see what, Let's see what this is. <laughs> It says when the bed is either too soft or too hard and you have a horrible night's sleep. So, yeah, I guess that's it's kind of what we're talking about. Kind of what we're talking so, about. So, since you actually, you know, brought me the subject, you want to give me your perspective on the why you call it the Goldilocks syndrome? So, I feel like a lot of my peers and uh, even myself have experienced where you are Going through what I call the Goldilocks syndrome, uh, you, you know, Goldilocks and three bears. She went to the house, the porridge. One was too hot, one was too cold. Then she had the just right. Mm-hmm. Sat in the chairs, laid in the beds. One was too hard, one was too soft. But then she got the just right. And I feel when I listen to my friends and you know, when we talk, a lot of us will always say, "Where is our just, just right. right one?" Mm-hmm. You know, they either like me too much or they don't like me enough. 
or, or you don't like or, them. Yeah, I don't like them. Yeah. But now with that being said, you know how, you know, like, I think it's, you know, she's too crazy, too clingy or whatever. Uh-huh. But then after a month of talking, next thing you know, she's dating, seriously engaged. She was somebody else's just <laughs> Right. Yes. And I think it's, it's definitely like that. I think it's always, she may not be right for me or he may not be right for me, but he's right for someone. But when you, when you're in a situation where a woman likes you more than you like her, what are the characteristics that she possess? Like, what makes you not like this woman? Clinginess, mm-hmm. uh, neediness, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, nothing wrong with, you know, making a man feel like a man. Like, oh, can you come over and, yeah. you know, do this? But there, You can't do nothing. What the hell are you do doing for? Or, or <laughs> making excuses for me to come over there. And I'm just like... So let me ask you this though: If you were feeling her, <laughs> would you have an issue with doing this? No, those things. No. So then, so there's really there's a lot to say when you just aren't feeling a person. Do you know what I'm saying? Because one thing of one person that you aren't really liking can do the same exact thing as someone you are truly feeling. And you won't have a problem with it. No, that's very true. So it's really understanding what makes someone just right for you. For me. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you know, like, I'm a realist. I'm a little older now. When I was 25, I had what me and my friends called that chili list. Remember when she had the reality show? Oh, my gosh. She was looking for a significant other. Death to those lists. Please, death. Yeah, so... You know, you get a little older and, you know, you learn how to compromise. You realize it's not a realistic thing. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, Janetta, I think a lot of people will look at peers mm-hmm. and social media to help. Oh. And they will think that that friend has the cookie cutter life. Yeah. But if it's, if it's truly your friend. You know, it's not anything cookie cutter. It's not the frosting and the icing on top with the cherry. I mean, we you put social media. You put out what you want. I don't really. I don't post much on social media. That's not to say I'm doing great or that I'm doing bad. I just don't. I just like for one. I try to be more present, so I'm not taking a lot of pictures when I'm out doing things with friends and stuff. But it's also. I like to have things just for me and my friends. Do you know what I mean? So I don't feel like I have to put everything out there so you don't have to see. Well, if you catch me on Snapchat, I think it's also which social media too. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not on Snap. Uh-huh. And um, I do, I haven't, don't post as much as I used to. Right. Um, so I don't know if it's a phase mm-hmm. that I'm growing out of. Right. But I do agree. You got to be in a moment like pet peeve for mine is when I'm looking at social media and people are in church always like, recording. Yeah. And I'm like, are you getting the word? No. And, I, and I think that's a pure example yeah. of like what you said. We're enjoying the moment. Mm-hmm. Everything like, you know, we're so happy. We want to get the photos of the fireworks. So we're right. taking out the camera to flash. We're like. Then you got to check the pictures and doing this. So, yeah, it's like, okay, so we look at these people on social media 
and think they have this great life and that, oh yeah, they're just, they have their just right life and it's just perfect, but I don't feel like anything is perfect. So is it that when you're meeting these people that aren't, you know, they're either too clingy or not clingy enough, is it that what are you really getting to know them, I guess? Like, are you giving them a opportunity to get past either she had on some crazy shoes when I met her or she danced too much or do you know they're like little things okay so the meme a meme going around today you have had to see this I think I saw it at least on three or four people's pages so it said me God why don't I have a husband God I sent you one but you said his belt was fake so it's to the point where you meet somebody and they could have a hair out of place or their shoes are ugly or like this, their belt or bag is fake. You don't want to deal with them. No, that, but you don't even know the person. Very true. Uh, like I have a friend mm-hmm. and uh, just not this one particular friend, but I know on their list, you know, she always says she wants a guy that's built in the gym working out. And, you know, there well, is, is she built and in the gym? She's in okay. the gym. She's all right. in the gym all hey, the time. I'm all for that then. Okay. She hears this. She knows what I'm talking about. But <laughs> we always come back and I'm saying, you know, there's football players on the NFL that are over 300 pounds and they can run faster than me mm-hmm. and they are fit. And it's, right. you know, but your version of fit won't make what, you know, when you see them, they're not what you think. So... I I will say one thing that is on my quote unquote list, like I won't date a dude that's overweight and it's for aesthetics as well as health reasons because dude, I don't want to, I have, I have a hard enough time taking care of me and keeping my weight down. <laughs> I can't, you know, but no, I'm not mad at that at all. And it's funny that you say that Why? commercial break. <laughs> I was dating a girl once uh-huh. and I ordered a salad. And she got on me for ordering a salad. Like, oh, why you why you eating a salad? Or yeah, because men are usually like, oh, you take a broad out. She don't want to eat. And she was I like, mean. all the men in her family were football players, oh. and they were only time they ate vegetables were when they were smothered in pork grease. But and she got mad at me for eating a salad. So like, I do understand that whole thing. But yeah. like, maybe her thing is where you know aesthetics. Like, yeah, I'm not. You know, oh, big enough. I met women that only date big dudes, and I never like that was never. I couldn't even like. She was like, he got to be like Rick Ross or better, big Rick Ross, not little Rick Ross. I was like, really? She was like, yeah, because you know you're gonna eat good. See huh. this, uh, you know, that's the thing. But it's not. A, it's a stereotype. Because me and my dude go out, yo, when we first started dating, we would literally go out. I would take him to like all the new restaurants, you know, from D, you know, on her list. There you go. (laughs) But we would order like it was like five people at the table. Yes, and I've gained like 20 pounds. But it wasn't that. And he's not a big dude. You know what I mean? So that whole stereotype of, oh, you got to be a big dude to eat. No, no, no. Oh, no. And I'm like. I wasn't just, I would get a salad as an appetizer. Appetizer, yeah, but you'll eat. But if that's, hey, look, if you want a salad today, because uh, salads can be very filling. You, I mean, if I make a salad, you're going to feel like you ate a whole meal. That's one of those Nikki salads. Yeah, day, yes, bro. exactly. <laughs> if you're in Charlotte, you know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. But yeah. So I think we have these 
images in our head on what this just right looks like, but it, I just feel like it never comes in that package. I think a lot of it also stems from, you know, that whole butterfly feeling when we meet the person, mm. getting excited when we see the call. A lot of us are still searching for that. And when it's not happening, it's like... But do we give it a chance to happen just because it doesn't happen on your initial meeting does not mean it won't happen. Because I, the guy I'm dating, we've been dating for what? Maybe a little over two years or so, I think. I don't know. Who keeps track these days? <laughs> but I initially met him and he was like, and a friend of mine, mutual friend, introduced us at out at a cigar social. He I had no idea it was gonna happen. Wasn't expecting it. Met dude really was about to walk away. Like, oh hey, what's up? How you doing? And walk away. So then we I don't know how we kept talking, but he was like running down his kids and his whole situation. I was like, oh nah. Like in my head, I'm like, nice to meet you, bro. Like for real. Like it's it's not gonna work. But he we kept texting and talking on the phone and eventually, you know what I mean? I didn't just completely shut him down. Whereas if I was younger, he probably wouldn't have stood a chance. That's true. That's true. So is it that you meet someone, like how long before you put this person in that box of, nah, they're they're not the one? I think, you know, it all depends. And like you said, nah, they're not the one. And I have a friend. She mm-hmm. was engaged, mm-hmm. and their engagement didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was a nah. You're not the one. Okay. Life happened. You know, she went on with her life. He went on with his. And full circle, they came back. Came back. Wow, that's dope. And saw that ah, uh, you are the one. Uh huh. But I think they, at that point, might have been too immature for each other. Oh, that's so dope. Are they back together? Oh, they're married now. I love that story. They're married now. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm going to tell them to listen. I'm going to shout out their name. Okay. No, absolutely. Because I think that definitely happens. I think we meet people, or like you said, are in relationships with people, and it just may not be your time, but it doesn't mean that's not your one. Hell, or your two or your three. I mean, I'm not that person that says there's only one person out there for you. <laughs> I think relationships are what you make them. This is true. So, what what are your thoughts on? I know this is your show, but I have a question. Oh no! Come on, bring it. What this are your dialogue. thoughts on long distance? <laughs> Omg, <laughs> I am not, nor have I ever been a fan of long distance relationships. What was the longest distance relationship you ever had? So in college. I was my then boyfriend. We had been together for like two years, I think. Okay. And it was my senior year. So I went to school in upstate New York. He ended up moving to Virginia Beach. Mm. That's an eight-hour drive. And it was okay, but I pledged. Like, I was just really still doing the college life thing, road trips. You know, it was just... 
<laughs> it just wasn't right. And I just felt like, and I still feel like, how do you truly date? So I think it's different if we're in a relationship, your job takes you somewhere, and we have a plan okay. on when we're coming back together. But like that, my relationship in college, the plan was after I graduate, I move. I graduate, dude really wasn't making no moves for me to move down there. And I was like, oh, well, if you, it's not a priority, I'll stay right here because I'm having a good time. No, I, no, I, I so, totally agree. Totally agree. I think at this age, like, if I was to meet someone that lives somewhere else, it would have to be something, the conversation would have to be amazing, for one. And then we would have to quickly try to figure out what the end game was because I don't, I just don't, I can't, I, I need too much damage. Let me just be real. I need too much attention. No, no. And, and I, I totally, I totally understand that. I yeah. totally do. Like, and then, you know, it's a difference from two hour long distance to 12 hour long distance. Right. Where I have to get on a flight. Yeah. That's, that's a long bit. Like that's a monetary commitment. Time that means I can't do on the weekends. You're either flying here, or I'm flying there, or if I can work from it, like it has to be like, yeah, no, oh, yeah, no, I get that, I do, but I think six hours or less I could do, okay. but for how long? So, would you could you meet someone that lived in DC because that's like what six hours, six hours and start a relationship that way? I, I believe I could. Um, but like you said, like somewhere down along the line, you know, mm-hmm. a compromise is going to have to come. But how do you really date a person long distance and really get to know them? Because I can put on over the phone. <laughs> now, that's, now, that's true, too. Because when you are around them, you will see... A lot of things. A lot of things. Like right now, my house is a damn mess. <laughs> But if you knew V was coming, he you I know. Have, he just left. He know, but he knows me. Do you know what I'm saying? But that's, like, that's different. <laughs> and I was dating a girl long distance, and you know, this looks like Shangri-La compared to uh, so what her uh, house looked like. And it was like Coca-Cola cans with oh. Coke still in it, and oh. it was just. But it was one of those things where I was like. Well, if I take this on, I'll be the cleanup man for the rest of my life. Well, this is the thing, though. Not necessarily, because I must say, I swear I'm like a baby pack rat. But when I live with someone, I am like OCD. And I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's because I I feel like I don't want you to be looking at me like my stuff is all over. So I'll keep track of my stuff, but you also need to keep track of yours. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, no. That I agree with. When I'm in someone else's house, I'm more... uh, Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and when I'm... Yeah, when I'm somewhere else, I'm like, but when it's just me, I'm like, I'll get to it. Like, it's my crap. I know what it is. Well, yeah, but what if he had... Quarter tendencies. Then what? <laughs> like, so, even though you're making your nice little neat pile of He might corner. have a little, well, I think we both, we meet each other's messy. Okay. I think we do. Because okay. he's not an overly neat freak. And I'm not an overly neat freak either. So I don't think it would be like, I don't think it would be an issue. So, neatness, 
cool. Then mm-hmm. you know, um, you get down there and you like you say you be around each other more than six hours. Some people be like, okay, yeah. Well, now what do I do with it? Pretty much. But I think like this whole just right. I, again, I don't know if there's really a just right. I don't think it comes in the package that we think it comes in. I don't think it's you meet this person like the movies. Like, I'm a big romantic movie person. Love romance movies. <laughs> <laughs> if only life were like movies. Like, it's not like you meet this person and you bump into them and the papers fall on the floor and they help you pick them up and it's like you look in each other's eyes. Yeah, that's not real. <laughs> no, no. It doesn't that's, happen that's, no, like that. No. We all come with our baggage and our junk. And it's, I don't know what it takes to get through that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like to realize that, all right, I'm going to give this dude a chance. I honestly don't know when it happened, but it happens. Like how long does it usually take you? How long does it usually take you when you're dating someone? And let's say you both like each other the same. How long does it take you before you decide whether you're in an exclusive relationship? Like that's your girl. Average, on average. Because I know every relationship is different. Like two to three months, you know by then Mm -hmm. um, how much further you want to take this uh, or where you want to take it. Two to three months. What's the deciding factors on that, though? Wow. I mean, I think (laughs) it could be be different situations. Oh, well. But just give me one you can think of. This is real. So, I was introduced to this young lady, and we were talking, and we was enjoying each other. And uh, but it was we had a long distance, I should say. Mm-hmm. And um, it May came, June came, and it was like, look, it's about to be summer. <laughs> I don't want to see you with anybody else, and I'm pretty sure you don't want to see me with anyone. Else. Okay, let's make this official. But that's like you know. So you felt like summer's coming, she's going to be out here in these half shirts and these little yeah, booty they, shorts. They I got to lock this down real quick. Right. <laughs> right. No, no, no. no that's, 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 that's like, you know, I'm being real. Oh, and, I appreciate it, though. But, yeah. But, you know, there's other things where you're like, wow, you know, she's really got my back. That can mm-hmm. change the situation when you see different things like that. And you're like, yo, she's different. Yeah. I think that's what happened with me. I think it was more of watching him go through a certain situation and seeing how he handled it, and he was just so opposite of me. It was, like, almost inspiring. Like, I was in awe. Do you know what I'm saying? Of how he handled himself in different situations and just wanted to, like, be more like that. Like, I aspire to be able to handle situations like that. Because I'm a straight hothead. Now, when you went to the cigar lounge on that night, you were not expecting to meet anybody. No. So, Ryan, CK Dub's husband, he's my, uh, he used to be my trainer. Okay. And I mean, he saw me through my previous relationship and, you know, kind of saw that all go down and everything and didn't even tell me. Did like he knew I was coming, didn't even tell me he was gonna introduce me. Which cause I'm also really against being hooked up. I don't really like that either. <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing. So that goes back to like I think maybe not the just right, but it's like unexpected. Mm-hmm. When you 
You let things happen organically? Yes. And that's, I mean, he straight up introduced us and walked away. And never really asked again. Like, I always feel like when people hook you up, they have this expectation that it has to work out. So then I feel the pressure on making it work out and almost not even wanting it to work out so I can kind of be done with that whole situation. But it goes back again. I think we put up these walls and we have these certain expectations when we're meeting people that we weed people out quickly instead of really... I mean, when you meet somebody, like I met you, gosh, I don't even know how many years ago. It wasn't on some... Like you meet people and it's not to date. So what? why can't we just meet people? Do you know what I'm saying? No, no, And no. if it goes somewhere, it goes somewhere. But at least I don't feel that pressure. Like if we just meet and, oh, you're real cool. Like you, could, I can do it with a female. You probably do it with guys. If you meet a guy and they're like, oh, he's cool. He does the same thing you do for a living or whatever. Yeah. So you kick it and it's just like, oh, he's cool. We'll hang out, have drinks, whatever. But when it's like the opposite sex, we put so much pressure on it to be like a relationship instead of it being friendships. And shouldn't relationships be based on friendships? True. Because I feel like in my relationship, it's like, yo, this dude is like, we're friends. I almost want to make it work even more because I don't want to lose a friend. Well, and that's the thing. I I feel like, yeah, they're significant other should be mm-hmm. one of your closest friends. Yeah, like when something happens, yo, I'm ready to call this dude. Yeah. No, Let no. him know, yo, anything, stupidest thing, you know, just... So wait, he asked for your number? Yeah. We exchanged numbers. So yeah. you gave him your number? See, look. I know. Even, and that's the thing. Even though in my head, I was like, eh. But see, I'm one that, I'm like, it's a phone number. Cause I don't have to answer. You know what I'm saying? See, that's my thing, don't, and that's the thing. I don't, I don't like asking for a number. Like, don't give me your number if, if you don't not call. I'm grown. I so feel I, you I on that. Won't be hurt. Absolutely. You give me your number. And I adopted oh. that because I was queen of give the wrong number. Man. And it's just like, and I've actually had it happen to me. Someone gave you the fake number. Yes. <laughs> So, you know, we were talking before and I was like, what were we talking about? And I was like, it happens to women. Oh, you said that you don't get your expectations up anymore, like when you meet someone. No. And I was like, you know, that was crazy to hear from a guy because I know for me, I've always been that one. If I see someone and I want to get there or or I'm interested, I'm going to talk to them. I've always been that way. That comes with, I think... Experiences, we're, we're a little older. Yeah, like, more you know, confidence. Like, yeah, more. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm still nervous because there's always that possibility of getting turned down or embarrassed. Oh, yeah. Or you, or getting, you don't get a response. Or you get the wrong number. Yeah, so it's happened to me, but it hasn't stopped me from, I think, you got to shoot your shot. So... We're glad you're past that <laughs> wrong number. And then, like, I don't know what I would do if I got the wrong number. I'm really? Yeah, so I don't do that anymore. And I used to give a fake name. I mean, I sometimes still get my club name. But you don't get my number if you get my club name. What's your club name? Teresa. You do not look like a Teresa. It's my mom's name. <laughs> I get that name because it's always the first name to pop up in my head, which I don't know why I'm thinking about my mom at the club, but yeah. 
Okay, Teresa. So, <laughs> but no. All right. So I will call uh-huh. when you give me the number, and I'm waiting to see your phone light up. See, so that's the game changer. Yeah. That has changed the game. Yeah. So yeah. See, I never do that if I'm giving a guy a number, but it's happened to me. So that was another reason I stopped. So this is what I would usually do. I'll give you the wrong number by like one number. So that if you call me right then, I'm like, oh, wait, 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 hold on, wait. <laughs> Let me make sure I gave you the right number. Oh, that's this one number. Women are always five <laughs> steps ahead of a guy. Oh, and I'm out here giving out game. Yeah. Ooh. Always five <laughs> steps ahead. So, yeah, that, that, that used to be me. But ladies, if you don't, I feel like you're right. We're adults. So how would you want to be let down, though? How would you want a woman to say, nah, I'm not really interested? Honesty, I think, is always the, the, like, the truth hurts. It does. But I will respect you more if you tell me the truth mm-hmm. than just lie to me. Yeah, because... lie to me, I don't... You know, then trust and all these other things. You know, that that's worse. Truth be told, I wanted to see that dude that gave me the wrong number. I wanted to see him again. But that's the thing about Charlotte. You see somebody once, that there's no guarantee to see them again. This small, big city? I never saw him again, ever. Must have been CIAA weekend. No, it was like, remember when, I think it was when Kiss was open. Ah, oh, yeah. The, the good old days. The first club that looked like you was in Miami in Charlotte. <laughs> right. Before yes. Halo. Yeah. <laughs> so... I think it was there. It was somewhere like that. I ain't never see that dude again. Yeah. But it happens to women. It yeah. does. Yeah. I think I'm pretty cute. You probably had a girlfriend. I guess. But just say that. Oh, my gosh. I was at Bubble one night, and this dude, I was eyeing this dude all night. Finally get up the nerve to go talk to him. He was with his girl. <laughs> But he was my fraternity brother, so I, that was my angel. Oh, yeah, you smooth. 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 Listen, if I was a man, I would be trouble in these streets. I told you the story. I recently was, was telling someone a story, and, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, you talk to someone, then you see the wedding ring or the engagement oh. ring, you're like, oh, yeah. You clean this up real fast. Right. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. So I don't know how are we gonna find you just right. What do we do? I um, well, that's all right. A question for you, because yes, uh, when you and I first met mm-hmm. a few years back, yes, I think um, we were more social. Yes, and uh, we would be out more. Oh my gosh, yes. And now you wouldn't see a party without the mayor. Yeah. Now you know people. I don't ever see you anymore. Yes. Like yeah. Like if it's not something, uh, something. I'm not like I. And I think that's where I'm at now because I'm. I refuse to get on the dating. Uh, uh, <gasps> Internet. But, yeah. No. Oh my gosh, I hate those two. Yes, I'm not doing that. Well, wait. From a guy. See, I think guys are winning on the internet dating though. I don't want to be on, like, well, which one are they winning on? Like, I mean, I'm Any that, of them. I, the reason I feel like this is because as a woman, I've done it twice. Mm-hmm. And it has not worked out for me. Either times. I think the first time was I went out on two dates. Both of them lied about their height. 
And the more more reasons why, like you know, I feel like you know, it's almost like you said with a long distance, you can put on your best because the person's not around right. you all the time. Yeah. Same thing with the whole social media or dating online. You know, mm-hmm. how do you know this is really who this person says they are? Right. You. It's like a daily catfish out here, right? Yeah. You get true. catfish every day because everybody goes and puts their filters on and they put their best outfit and they take fifty shots to get this one that they posted. So, with that being said... <laughs> so, no dating for you? I'm a, uh, I'm a homebody. I like to be home. Okay. Which is fine. But you aren't home all the time. You go to the gym. Yeah. You go to work. You go to church. I'm sure you go to the grocery store. Is right? true? So, what do you put out there? Because I think what you put out there is what you get back. That's true. That's true. And I think that... Now, by all means, I feel like with anyone, if you see someone, you're going, you're like, oh, wow, you know, you're going to approach them mm-hmm. or see the vibe that they're giving off. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I've been in the gym and I'm like, oh, wow, she, she's really cute, but I'm like. <laughs> I love it. But what? Because we're at the gym? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm. I go to my apartment gym complex. I'm okay. mad when somebody else comes in there because I know the yeah. time where I'm in there by myself. By yourself, yeah. So, uh, you know, the grocery store, I'm like... In a zone. I do, you know, like some people, people watch. I can't watch and see what people are eating. <laughs> so, like, I'm in my zone. Let me get in and out. Uh, so, maybe I don't make myself available mm-hmm. to be approached or, you know... Or even to really see what's going on around you. Yeah, Because if you're in a zone, and I do it all the time, I go in a grocery store, I have my list, I'm getting my stuff, and I'm getting out of there. Yeah. Because yeah. one, I spend too damn much in a grocery store. Yeah. Don't go in there hungry. Don't go to Target. Mm. Yeah. No. Or Walmart. Or Walmart. And don't go hungry. Yeah. You're going to overspend. Yes. But I think I think we live too much in our heads. Where, I mean, I'm driving, I'm on the internet. Mm. You know, like if I'm in a stoplight... Like, we are so, I think our attention spans are so short that, I mean, yeah. I think you have to kind of take the blinders off and really be present. But also, okay, so on the weekend, you don't go to the club. No. Where do you go? What do you do? I'm usually, either my friends are at my house or I'm at their house. Okay, so I <laughs> challenge you to try to go out to like a bar, not a club. A bar. Yeah. I can do that. And just people watch and go by yourself. Because the thing is, just like men don't like to approach women that are in a group, like I would never. Uh, so this is my thing. I can give my game away because I'm not using it at the moment. Thank you. All right. <laughs> so I would approach guys like, but they would have to be by themselves. Same thing for a man. You don't want to necessarily. I think it's easier for a guy to approach a group of women. They would probably never say this. But if you can make a woman laugh, you got her and her friends. Like seriously. I think people take themselves too serious, so they put too much pressure on themselves to make an impression. But Joe, if you can make a woman laugh, I think you have her. That's true. That's true. For women, like for me, when I would approach a guy, he could be there with his boys. I'm not going up to them unless I have some kind of 
in. Like something that either I've noted, like something. Because again, if you can make guys laugh, you, you're in too. I mean, immediately you've won the whole crowd over. No, for real, for real. And then, you know, they'll probably be buying you drinks. Right. So I think it, or you wait to that brother, step off and go to the men's room. I do the whole bump into a guy on purpose. <laughs> That's, that's my that's thing. Game. That's, that's game. That's game. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, you know. But, yeah, I, you know, the crazy thing is I don't mind doing things like, you know, going to the bar by myself or uh-huh. out to eat by myself. Yeah. But I've become a homebody. I know. But you, the, okay. Or, like, I've seen, I don't know if it was on, like, a television show where they have these parties where everybody comes and they either bring someone that they know a single. Now that's that's no, that's a and have like been, a game night. I know. I might have to do that. Here's a drink. If you're not married, <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. Bring a friend. Bring I a, like that. Bring a friend who's not married yeah. or attached. Yeah. yeah. And then you kind of just. I think people need to be in environments where it's not intimidating, where it's not about. I I got to go to the club, so I got to put on my best hair. Face, dress, and shoes. No, there's a lot of that out there. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, they got Fashion Nova dresses, and which is nothing against Fashion Nova. I like their jeans. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I feel like when we go out, there's that expectation. Or I hear a lot of people say, I don't want to meet someone in the club. Why? I don't understand that because my whole thing is so you don't want to meet somebody in the club because they're in the club, but you in the club. Right, and you like you done got all dressed up and all that. Unless you have a significant other, what you know, like who you. But still, you know, have a good look, time, like I have one. Who you might but be. I'm still look. I'm not married, single until I'm married. <laughs> here, 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 here. Seriously though. But yeah, I don't. I mean, like I'm not. I don't have any. You know, like I. You think you can meet somebody? You never know who or mm-hmm. where you can meet your significant other. Right. And I think it's we need to be more open and not just focused on meeting your significant other because you can meet someone who is not your significant other but has a friend that could be. Hey. Right? Yeah, very much true. Yeah. So it's like when you meet someone, you can't, you know, be focused on them being your girl. You sleeping with them because you never know who they know who may be interested in you. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, I think a lot of the stuff you say comes with experiences. And I'm an old head. You know, I'm old. Me too. I'm older than you, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but you know, uh-huh. like, and that's like one <laughs> yeah. of those things where you're like, because when you're younger, and that's the other thing, like, you know how expectations, like, yes. You know, before you, we guys, we would have expectations, but you know, our expectations might just be on smashing. Or how many? Oh, we gotta, yo, we gotta go out. Everybody gotta get like five numbers. Yeah. Damn, that's high school days. Listen, but I've done that to my girlfriends. I put them under pressure. Like my single friends, like, yo, we not leaving here till everybody get a phone number. Because that means you single, but you're not making yourself available. And what's wrong with going to get this dude's number? The funny thing is, I can see you actually doing looking at them in a club like Oh, uh, we've done it in bubble. And I had yeah, I, I was I like, imagine. yo, <laughs> get that phone number. For real. 
So, all right, say if no one was approaching that friend, would you go ahead and, like, talk, start talking to that guy and, like, yo, I know someone. Like, yeah, I would. Like, I, like, I'm all about, I try to make it, I've done it before. Like, I was out and knew the guy and the other guy. And I'm like, is he single? Like, asking the, for his friend. And he's like, why? I'm like, oh, you know, just see, you know, just trying to see if it'll be a match. I, I do that. I love doing that. So, okay. I don't, all right, now this is a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like some of the gifts that we've been blessed with, everyone's get different talents. I feel like some of the gifts that I've been blessed with is to connect, be a bridge. Yes. So I'm not going to connect somebody with someone, whether it be a job or anything, unless I know, yo, you really will excel. So, with that being said, <laughs> I don't hook up my friends because if, like you said, going back it's before, that pressure. it might be like, if it fails, they're going to come back to, to me you. and say, yeah. hey, you're the blank. I feel you on that. No, but I won't hook up my friends, but if I don't know to do and oh, you like her, yeah, 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 like yeah. or, you know, if I know someone, like, I could know this woman in passing, met her once, but I see her out and you tell me, oh, you know, she's kind of cute. Oh, well, let me go. Put a bug in her ear and see what's popping, and see if there's a connection there. So I would do that. I, yeah. I'm a great. I'll be a wing woman all all day. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So all right, that's good to know. That, but seriously, yeah, no. I mean, and that's the thing, you know. Like, um, there's some people who, you know, might need the extra push, like you said, you helping your friends. I think so. Whatever. And I think it's also just being real with your friends and talking to your friends. It's like, you may want to be in a relationship, but I always say, what are you putting out there? And we put out, sometimes we're putting things out, we don't even know we're putting it out there. So I say, focus on you. Like when I met Homeboy, I wasn't even in that space. Like I was probably out of my last relationship for probably about a couple months, I think. So I was really just focused on me and getting to a place where I was good with just me and being happy and having a good time. And I think when you're putting out those good vibes, you get that back. But isn't that usually when it happens when you're not looking? Yes. I think when you're looking, that's like you can lose your keys and you're looking for them. You Or anything, because I mean, you can't stop looking for your keys. But let's say a watch, like your favorite watch, you put it down somewhere. As soon as you need it, you can't find it. But as soon as you stop looking for it, you find it. So, but I think, isn't that, so that brings us back to the topic. Mm-hmm. Goldilocks was looking for it. Yes, she was, her greedy ass was looking for porridge and picky. How are you picky and you in need? Hey, right. And that's right? Right. <laughs> but that's the thing, I feel like when you... You know, let your barriers down or whatever. You're not looking, you're not worried about it. That's where you normally find it. I think so. I truly, I mean, I think it happened in my last two relationships. It was almost like I approached my ex. It was like we had, um, how do we meet? I don't know if it was on social media. Initially, we met on social media. And I didn't like him on social media. So I didn't even... I just kind of... Give him a chance, then. It was after... It was like a year or so had passed. Hmm. And he actually hurt his foot or something. And 
I I think on Twitter, I was like, oh, I hope you, you know, feel bad, whatever it was. And he was like, oh, I'm going to be at such and such's birthday party. And I was like, oh, I'm going there too, because I knew the guy. And we ended up talking. And that was the thing. People are on social media being someone completely different than who they are. And he was just real cool, laid back, went on a couple of dates and kicked it off. But I didn't initially talk to him because I thought he was an asshole on social media. Social media can be the <laughs> devil if you would allow Yeah, yeah, seriously. Um, I think there's people out here trying to be who they think they should be this is instead true. of just being who they are. This is true. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I will say social media and uh, text messaging and all that, <sighs> our social skills are horrible. Horrible. I was I was actually there was a post on the shade room today and it was about this woman who had um <laughs> one of me and my petty partner we'd be sending each other posts. She had I don't know if she had never hung out with this dude. I don't think they had ever gone out, but it was like this long text message. I don't think it's available. A lot of people post stuff. Oh here it is. Um it was like this woman who had met this guy, and they're texting back and forth. I mean, this conversation was so long via text. It took up like what? All, this is all their conversation to finally that's him posting it. But it was like, why didn't you ever pick up the phone to have this conversation? They were trying to link up to have a first date. And she was like, I guess he was like wanting her to come to his house. And she was like, well, I don't want to come to your house. I'd rather go somewhere. He was like, all right, we'll plan it. And it, the conversation just went somewhere where it was like, why didn't you just plan? First of all, for her, why didn't you just say, let's meet here on this date? Because all he kept saying was like, we can just kick it at my house. And she's like, well, I want to meet you somewhere in public. He's like, all right, we'll just plan it then. It was just so well, and, and I think, like you said, um, me, it's to the point, and I have friends, they're like, oh, I can't talk right now. Or I'm tired of talking. Like, I mean, because I, you know, had a team line back in the day when. Oh, my know, gosh. Like had a three-way popping. phone and yes. all that. Like, you know, it's one of those things like. Generation. I know you might not want to talk, but I can get a. Something would, would take two-minute conversation, conversation that would, could take 20 minutes via text because then I'm waiting for you to respond. You got to wait for me to respond. You and don't then, know how I'm going to interpret it. I don't know right. how you interpret it. Right. And that's the thing. I don't feel like you can get to know someone via text no. because I don't know. Like, I'm going... I, even if I know a person, however I'm feeling, I'm going to read that text. So if I'm in a bad mood, you yeah. could be like, yo, what's up? I could be like, yo, what's up? Right. What's up with what? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's just... <laughs> Why are you capsing me? Exactly. Yeah. I think we're in that generation where people just don't want to take the time to pick up the phone, but how do you want to be in a relationship if you don't want to talk to anybody? True. I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, getting to know someone. Yes. Make sure you have the time to get to know someone. But that, it brings us back to when someone says someone's not right for them. You don't know unless you, first of all, you. why are you meeting them and wanting them to fit into this box? Like I said, they may not be your girl, but they could be your next job. They could be your next connection to your next girlfriend. Like I think we go 
we meet someone and put them immediately in a specific box. Friend zone. People always talk about, oh, she friend zoned me. So how do you know? I'm not the friend zone or... I just think you just meet people. I think everyone, you should be friends with everyone. Not everyone you meet, you're not going to be friends with everybody. But initially, why not just be friends? That's true. Because then you're getting to know this person without any expectations. We put a lot of expectations on people when we're wanting to be in a relationship. I um, I do feel like um, a few years ago, uh-huh. we were more out there. Yeah. It was fun. It was easier. It was. Yeah. But now, like, I've gotten into that. Homebody, that not home really body. wanting to be I'm out there. Real you, like, yeah. You're kind of comfortable doing what you do, hanging with your friends. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, like, on Sunday, we were both, we ended up at a Super Bowl party. That's true. And you don't have expectations. When I went there, I was like, you know, I'm going. My girl Mina invited me. Super Bowl. How can, it's football. But you never know who you're going to meet. Never know who you're going to meet. And I feel like that goes back to uh, when you have the, um, when you're not looking for something or mm-hmm. you're like, oh, you know, you know, it's last minute party. Yep. I really don't want to go out. It's been raining all day. But when you Yo, go. That was my whole thought process right there. And <laughs> shout out to Ike. That was one heck of a Super Bowl. It was. I had such, it was just so laid back and chill. I had a good time. He yeah. was really hospitable. He and his girlfriend. It was dope. Yeah. New people. New people. Yeah. And that's where you you're a homebody. You were still at someone's home. And now and now with that being said, mm-hmm. okay, so with me being a homebody, I like doing that. But I think as we get older, we like doing that. Yeah. And I always tell women, I was like, I always said that. I was like, yo, dudes, like I said, I met that one guy. He gave me the wrong number and I never saw him again. Yeah, because he had somebody at house party. At like you hang out with your friends at your house or their house. We all do that now. I don't want to be the old dude in the club with the matching set on. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to. And I think that's where, you know, you get to that point. Like, yeah, you know, we'll go out and uh, for different events and stuff. But we're also the ones that get there early and leave early. Yeah. Because I'll be out. I'll be smooth out and home. Yeah. In a bit. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. I was sleeping for 12 o'clock on a Friday night a few weeks ago. Um, This past Friday. Uh, you know, E-Dub, he yes. has a podcast. He had his cool, is it Fresh Fridays? First Friday of the month. I went. I think I was home and in the bed by like 11 o'clock. <laughs> and felt no way about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I felt actually great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. No, and that's when you wake up at 1230 and you're like, oh, I got a lot of hours of sleep. Yeah, yes. So, yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with that. But Shout it's not. Shout out to E-Dub and Easy does the podcast. But seriously, it's like, I think we have to just figure out what works for us. But also be open. I mean, I always say, you never know. You have this whole laundry list of things you say you would not date. As you get older, that changes. This is true. It continues to change. But I think it should never, you should never limit yourself that way. Because you just never know what you're going to you're going to see in a person that will make you change your mind. So, is there sparks? Was there sparks 
you know, Initially, or you no. just ignored it or is it like... I mean, I thought when I met him, I was like, yo, he's nice. He's fine. I mean, dude is like 6'5". You know, he had a bald head at the time. He you know, grew his hair out. But, you know, in shape, he's, you know, used to play basketball, so he's fit. But, and just real cool and laid back. Funny. I love funny. So, that gets me every time. So... So, no, there were no butterflies. There weren't butterflies when I met him. It was like, oh, okay, hey, you know, that's what's up. But it worked. But it worked, yeah. And it was like, I just remember, it's funny, I met him in October, and I had gone to visit my sisters in Atlanta in November, and I just remember talking to him on the way home on that drive. Do you know what I'm saying? Like things like that. And it was just like, I don't know. It just it just worked. I think it was just the way he talks about his kids and it just was different. It was just completely different. And, and you know, it was one of those things, like you said. When once y'all got out that atmosphere where y'all were mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. you started talking and got to know him. That could be it. It's, it's the conversations, getting to know that person. And then yes. that's when you know, okay, yes. Or like, hey. Right. You know, yeah. He, you know, showing you a side that you didn't. That I probably, that maybe no one else has seen. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, or even the person that introduced us didn't know half the stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. That was a divine connection. It was. And it's been, it's been awesome. Yes. So I always say we have these lists. Yes. And you just will be surprised at what you would think would not fit or would be too much or too little, but it ends up being just right. I like that. And it can. You have to look at it. For me, it's perfect for me right now. That could change. We're not married. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I think we also get into these relationships where people have these timelines. You know what I'm saying? Which will kill. It just kills stuff. You have to live in the moment. Be in the moment. Enjoy and learn what you're going through. Totally agree. Instead of racing, trying to race ahead. Totally agree. Yeah. You know, our story is not their story. No. And your story is not my story. Right. So, like you said, you know, our timeline, we can't base it and on that. And I do see a lot of people, who, you know, they're trying to compete and keep up with yes, you the, know, Joneses. the Joneses. Yep. And like you said, I think organicness is what works best. It does. I mean, you'd be surprised by how many people you have maybe been in a relationship with or passed up like the couple you talked about they were together and they broke up and it didn't work but then you you if you're never if you're not improving upon yourself and always learning about yourself you're gonna remain the same and you're gonna attract the same Mm -hmm. you're gonna I mean I, I felt like I was attracting the same type of dude for the longest time but that's because you are what you attract so if you're not, people always say, oh, I'm not meeting the right one. Well, maybe you need to look at yourself, work on yourself, improve on yourself. 
and change a little bit and I see agree. how that, you know. I agree. Because there's a lot of good dudes out here. It's a lot of good women out here. They may not be where you are, but when you were, the timing is right. This dude, we have the same, I mean, he used to live down the street from me. Never saw him when he lived down the street? From nope. Um, we file, we have the same accountant. Like there were just so many different things that just to me showed it just wasn't the right time for us to meet. No. But in some way, it was meant for you guys to, to cross eventually. paths eventually. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's hope. Mm-hmm. I like that. Sure. Sounds like a <laughs> My own Paramount little, movie. I see. <laughs> yeah. My little own little fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I do. I do appreciate that. You know, a lot of people out here are feeling like. Uh, you know, you know, all focus on them. They don't want to, right? You know, got their blinders on. Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotta let things happen. You have to. I mean, I have a really close friend of mine who, sweetheart, but all these things that she would not do, and she met someone that was completely on these lists of things that she would not do, but it was just something about him that was different than any other guy she dated. And she decided to give him a chance. You know what I'm saying? And she's having the best time. Don't know where it's going, but you have to be willing. You got to be vulnerable. You got to be willing to see where something goes. I think we make these quick decisions and want things to work out immediately and pieces fall into place immediately. I don't think that's realistic. No, no, no. And that's the thing, like, you know... I don't think you can be real with yourself or whatever. You know, if you're like not look like you said, making that list, mm-hmm. looking at the good and the bad, the pros and the cons, you could miss out on a good thing. Yeah, but we're doing that for other people, but are we doing it for ourselves too? Because we can quick, we quick to see the fault in someone else, but are you seeing that same fault, those same faults in yourself? Yeah, well, very true. Mm-hmm. Very true. Hmm. <laughs> I'm dropping jewels. You know, I got a couple. Always, always, <laughs> always, always. But I'm glad that you have me on today. I am too. I appreciate you coming. I, I love the topic. Next time I'm going to bring food. So, like, even if I'm just a bystander, <laughs> I'm going to bring, uh, I'll cater. Macaroni and cheese, please. Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, this is fun. I'm glad I got to be on the first podcast of the year yes Yes. and i do appreciate you because i I have missed podcasting and it's been a minute so i appreciate you for agreeing to be on and having this great topic thank you you. this really was great i can't wait to be here again yes we'll have you back absolutely so again you can find us on drink to a married podcast no excuse me drink to a married.com that's our website. It has all of our episodes. We're on iTunes podcast app. We are also on Facebook at Drink to a Married Podcast and Instagram at Drink to a Married. So thanks again for listening and thanks for joining me, Christian. Anytime, anytime. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>